Well, it is Halloween, so... Do you want to see Haunted House? Hello, everybody. Welcome again to Troglodyte Hover and Cult Film Review Podcast. I am Loki Jesse. Today in the studio, we have returning guest, Tim. Tim, how are you doing today? What's going on, man? Uh, doing all right. Can't complain, you know. Woke yeah. up about, like, about an hour ago. You did? Yeah. Oh, cool. Not yesterday, dude. Um, um, On Saturday. Because at the time of this recording, we're on Sunday. So on Saturday, I stayed in bed until, like, 3 o'clock. Oh, dude, it's, it's the fucking best. It, it is, too, especially when it's cold. You just want to just, like, stay yeah. there. It's like every time I wake up at 7 or at 10, I just, like, fall back asleep. <laughs> I just look at, like, one YouTube video and then, like, ah, uh, I, I woke up for, like, food. Uh-huh. Dropped my girl off at work. And then I just, I died. I died in the couch. That was basically <laughs> it. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. So today, uh... You you um you had suggested that we talk about a scary story to tell in the dark, the film. Yes, and um this was released back in uh 2019, and it's directed. Oh, I can't say his name right. It's a weird name. It, it, it's a um, German or f- it's a European name, but like yeah. it's a he direct. I think it's a German name. Um, he directed. Um, I should have looked him up. Uh, no, I did look him up. I just forgot his his origin. Well, he he directed um the. Autopsy of the Jane Doe? Yes, and Troll Hunter. And Troll Hunter, yeah. So, um, but yeah, like, um, this is a film that's been in the works for, like, the longest time. Yeah. And I just looked them right now, because it's a, it's a narrate nor- Norwegian. Uh, Andre? Andre? Odell? Odell? I don't know. I'm sorry, sir, if I cannot pronounce your name right. If you ever happen to listen to this show. So I was surprised about this one. I always thought it was, I didn't know who directed it. I always figured it was Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Uh, he wrote it. Yes. He wrote it? He wrote it. Oh, I thought he was the producer. No, he, he was, uh, I think I believe he was also part of the writing team. Oh, yes, he was. He was part of the writing team. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Wow, that's So, cool. like, I mean, it, it definitely feels like Guillermo Toro movie. Yes. Uh, with, like, watching um, Autopsy of Jane Doe. I've never watched Troll Hunter, but yeah. I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah, I heard it too. Um, definitely feels like a, a more of like an inspired by Guillermo del Toro than yeah. like an actual Guillermo del Toro like movie. Yes, but uh, I I totally see that there, and he was um very um like hands on, like well, no, he was like you know he had his foot on, he had his hand on the post, on the, hand on the post, on, on, yeah, hand yeah. on the post. It it definitely feels like a movie that I think he would have maybe done a little better. I don't know, like yeah. I haven't seen this new one, Nightmare Alley. I I. But, keep having to like i was gonna watch it like a couple of days ago and then something happened yeah and just haven't watched it but i i like all most of his movies yeah like, like uh i don't know like some of his in my opinion uh to me some of his films are kind of hit and miss but um i do enjoy them yeah i just um i don't know i just don't really like um i watch them but like it takes me a while to see to see a guillermo del toro film mm. but um let, uh, let, let's uh, do a quick I mean, let me do a quick plot summary so yeah. scary story to tell in the dark is um, <laughs> I, I gotta say it's a period piece said in the um, said in the ho- around ho- well, on Halloween in 1968 in Mill Valley Pennsylvania the story revolves around three friends Stella Augie and Chuck and on Halloween night they play a prank on their on their bully 
Tommy, Tommy and his gangs, um, Tommy and his gang, along with um, Chuck's sister Ruth, chase the teens into a de- into a drive-in, where they meet Ramon, and uh, there's a standoff between Tommy and Ramon. Um, Tommy backs down because of the patrons and the drive-through. So then, uh, Stella takes Ramon and her and her friends to a haunted house of the Bettles uh, mansion. So while there, they snoop around, look around. Uh, Chuck and Augie try to scare each other. Chuck gets scared because of a of a ghostly encounter. Stella and Ramon stumble upon the basement where they find Sarah's hidden room. And then um, Augie and Chuck join them. It is while they're looking in the air while they're investigating and searching the area that Stella finds Sarah's book. It is at that time when the door to the basement closes. And it it turns out to be Tommy and Ruth. They had caught up to them. Um, Ruth begs Tommy to let her little brother go. He gives in, but then shoves her down the basement and calls her trash. He then leaves him there, but it is at that moment where Stutter says, Tell me a story, Sarah, that the ghost appears and the door opens unbeknownst to them that it's a ghostly encounter. They leave the house only to find uh, Ramon's car trashed and vandalized by Tommy and his gang. So Stella offers Ramon a place to stay at her house in the basement. It's <laughs> oh, well, times were different back then, weren't they? So um, as the film continues, the, the book that Stella took from Sarah, the stories start coming to life and Tommy gets his comeuppance. But as well, along with Sarah's, along with Sarah's friends, Chuck, Augie, and Ruth, they all have ghastly encounters happen to them with Chuck and Augie disappearing. And hold on, I'm hearing like a buzz on my headphones. I'll just edit that part out. Do you hear a buzz? A little? Here? Yeah, but now I can't hear you. Oh, can you hear me now? No. No. Can you hear me? No. Okay, that's weird. Okay, you want to pause it? Yeah, pause recording. Uh, where did we... Okay, we just took care of that little buzzing thing on the headphones. Um, I guess I'll just leave that in there. <laughs> so, um, yes, um, yes, Ramon and Stella are the ones that are left. Ramon ends up in jail because he is uh, a dr- uh, what's it called? Oh, a Mexican? dog? No, oh. yeah, Mexican. <laughs> No, he's a Dodge drafter, but very much make it seem like it was because he was Mexican. But yes, yes, yeah, he was a Dodge drafter. But yeah, um, it is 1968, and racism is high in that whether um, yes. you are black or Hispanic or of any um, origin, yeah, any um, origin where um, you're not the you're not the same color. No. But um, <laughs> yes, um, then at the police station, uh, the sheriff gets attacked by the Jagly man, no Jangly man, yeah, the Jangly man. And then um, Stella and Ramon are able to escape. They both go their um, different. They separate so that way the jangly man can chase Ramon. While Sarah goes to the battle's house to try to convince Sarah to leave them alone. And the jangly man ends up following um, Ramon to the house. They um, There's like an epic like cat and mouse chase between Ramon and jangly man. Sarah is transported back in time into... 
into Sarah's life and she is thrown to the basement where she has to face Sarah. And she basically tells Sarah off and Sarah releases her and lets go of her rage as Stella promises to um to uh, tell her story, to t- tell the truth about Sarah Battles. And the film ends with uh, Ramon uh, accepting that he cannot dodge a draft. He goes to Vietnam and Stella, her father, and Ruth, they go and um, see if they could find um, their friends that she believes the answers are in the book. So that's the scary stories to tell in the dark. And um, what did you like about this film? I very much liked, liked the um, like the kitty aspect of it. I'll be completely honest with you. Uh-huh. It's a nice. It was a nice when I watched it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Very young. Uh, How young were you? This is probably like four years ago, so I was 21, 20, probably. Well, it was 2019, so um, three years. Three years? Yes, three years ago, so I was like 22 then? Yeah. Uh, 21? Yeah, I was probably like 21, 22. Um, I liked it. Uh It it was very much a... like a sit down, watch, eat popcorn type of movie? Yeah, that's what I kind of got for it. Yeah. Um, Not too much of a brain teaser. I liked it. It, it 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 just seemed like a it seemed like a fun movie and it, it was for, for me it was there was um in doing the research to this film it took a long time for it to get um you know get brought to life in the theater yeah because um like uh, anthology films don't always work yeah they're always like hit and misses and Guillermo, that's one thing that Guillermo del Toro didn't want to do he didn't want to just make it at, like an any day anthology Okay. He wanted to um, mix it up a bit. And I think he did a... Well, it's pretty different than other anthologies. Because yeah. usually like when it's something like a Tales from the Crypt or Tales from the Dark Side or even Twilight Zone. It's like, you know, like there's always like the... There's always the wraparound story yeah. and then there's like the stories in the film. But this is just um, the stories from the book... Are loose. Well, the sto- the book stories are are loosely adapted into the film. I mean, yeah. the the Harold story is well. All of them are totally completely changed, but they they fit the narrative of the film. It's yeah. not just um, back and forth. And it 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 honestly um it took and it, and I did the research there on this one too. Um, that it took something that like Stranger Things to convince the studios. Uh-huh. To give it that whole you know, um, that kids sense. feel, yeah. Because um, if it wasn't for Stranger Things, then like that whole this movie wouldn't have been made. Because mm-hmm. again, like the the driving force was the kids. Yeah. Even though these kids were sort of like, well, I think they were just coming out of high school, weren't they? Uh, I think that they seemed like they were like sophomores. Yeah. Yeah. Were they? Well, because like the who was it? Was it Augie or Chuck that said that? This is like their last oh, Halloween. Their last Halloween, yeah. Maybe they were seniors, yeah, or like juniors. Maybe, unless one of them was going to leave. I I don't know. Like, Ramon seems like he's older than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, yeah, because like you know, he's a he like, has to be eighteen, and like you know, you don't get drafted yeah. to the to war. So they they, they, they that seem age. like they were probably like juniors. Yeah, the, the the like you know like the actor um, Ramon. Uh, <laughs> I gotta point this out. Um, like, yeah, like his character is Mexican or Hispanic or what, you know, whatever. 
Uh-huh. Like, you know, he sees one of us. Like the character is one of us, you know, like Hispanic, Hispanic pride. But the actor was um of Indian descent. Oh nice. <laughs> so it's that's hilarious. It's kinda like, um, yay, he got a job. Yeah. But it's just like <laughs> he took a job from a Mexican. Of course. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But and it's kinda I like I didn't know that. That's hilarious. I know I know too. I really thought he was uh Hispanic, but no, like he's um of Indian descent. <laughs> But um, he played it well. You did, but again, like, but okay, okay. I don't know if you remember that um that one episode of the Doctor Who, the Thirteenth Doctor episode, where it was the Rosa Parks episode. Yes, yes. and they called um Yaz. Well, one the you know in that racist town, yeah, they referred to Yaz as a Mexican when she was Indian. It's mm-hmm. kind of like it's kind of like that. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! Like damn, like but you know, like you know. Close-minded racist people will always like <laughs> think you're, you know, they 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 see you in a different color. They're automatically gonna think you're, um, I don't know, like that like, um, if you're not black and if you're if you're um if you look Mexican, they're gonna refer to you as Mexican, basically. Yeah. Um, but we, I won't go too deep into that rabbit hole. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, well, well, not too deep. But yeah, that Tommy guy was like a racist shit. Yeah, I, I mean, I it very much gave you the thing of like, uh, this one out of all of them deserved what happened to them. Yeah, yeah. Even the cop, the sheriff, was kind of a little, race- a little racist. Yeah, because yeah. he. Oh my god! Like it's always funny when I hear um, when I hear um a white person um try to say like a, a Spanish word. Yeah, the way he says like Ramon or Ramon, I forgot how he said Ramirez. Ramirez, 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 or, or how about you stay in town, Ramirez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought his last thing was from Moales. I don't. I Ramon Ramirez, I think. Uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't give him like a like a long. If they really wanted to, <laughs> if they really wanted to be authentic with the with the Mexican names, they would have given him a long ass four letter name, <laughs> like Ramon Jose Ramirez. Of course, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. But uh, but I thought he was a pretty like the character was pretty cool. I mean, yeah. like you know, had his own car. And like you know, had a switchblade. Even though he didn't, he had one. I think that was cool. Like I didn't say had one, but he actually did have one. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Like he's a good. And I, I thought Stella was was a good yeah. character too. I mean, you, you mean like, um, yeah, she was cute. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, ho- I hope she's of age. But if she's not, I'm sorry. Um, moving on. Uh, but the character was pretty good and um, very um troubled. I don't know, maybe a little whiny, but you know, like again, like in the setting that it was, small town, people talk. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, like, well, I don't know, no, no, what else to go about her. I mean, she was just there. Yeah. I didn't really see, I don't know. I mean, like, she was okay. I think the, her friends were pretty fun, like the Chuck and Augie. Yeah. Well, they were the definitely the um, comic relief. Comic relief, yeah. It's I don't know um if you I don't know if you ever saw any um the um, Corey Feldman films like Lost Boys or License to Drive yeah. or mm-hmm. okay Chuck kind of had that Corey Feldman voice to him. Oh okay I got you. He he I don't know like there were certain phrases that he just sounded very Corey Corey Felt 
uh, Fellman. I, yeah. I don't know. It's just like I just got that vibe from him. Yeah. And Chuck, I don't know. Chuck was just like a, I don't know. Like he was there. I don't, I don't think they gave him enough time to like become an actual character. I I don't know. Like you know, I mean, I think yeah. I don't think I think they were kind of forcing the whole ladies man thing on him too much or. Well, I don't know, that's just my opinion, but he was just there. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you're right, he didn't really have that much well, of a... He, if he felt, to me, he felt more like a simp. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He was just, like, just, like, um, just, like, um, a victim. Like, you know, like, someone that's gonna, like, you know, get attacked. Yeah. Because they gave more screen time to Chuck and yeah. Augie. Well, he was the funny one. Yeah. And then Augie definitely got... He was the one that got killed quickly. Like, from yeah. the Friends... This is when they got taken, like, immediately. I mean, it always amazes me that when, like, you know, well, when the the corpse would drag them through the wall and, like, his nails are scratching the floor. Yeah. That always amazes me when they do that in film. Like, whether it's a, a, male, a male character or a female character. Yeah. Just the fact that they're able to, like, scratch, like, a hardwood floor. Yeah. Just blows me away. Like, <laughs> it, it, it just, like, I don't know, dude, like. I worry that, like, when I see that, it's like, don't the, don't don't do a nail spring oh, or, sure, yeah. or like, just I don't know. It it just like that's like one of the things that kind of like cringes me, like just like anything that like, has to do with like under the fingernails under the or fingernails. or with the nail coming off or yeah. just something. <laughs> it's it's just like real cringy, like especially and then the fact that like he had to dig his like whatever nails he had in there, and then he still like yeah. got dragged off and left those marks. Oh God! Oh, and his his scream was very. It was feminine, like I'll say. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with it, but it was just like very. Yeah, very, I'll go there. Very feminine, but it was okay, you know. Like you know, I just um, too bad he didn't get that much character development. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, that definitely was for like a Stella and Ramon type of thing. Yeah, uh, Augie got a little bit more of a character development because of his sister. Yeah. Um, no, that was Chuck. Oh, sorry, yes, uh, Chuck, because of his sister. Um, I don't know, but I mean, I also think it was a kids' movie, so you're yeah, not, you're not, they're not there to like. Pretty much, I don't know. Like, I felt the chemistry between Stella and Ramon was very. I don't want to say for. I kind of felt that it was forced. What do you think? I I don't know if it was forced. It was definitely. Um, like did you, did you see any chemistry between them? I don't know. I mean, not not too much. I mean, it's just. I mean, like you know, like sees the girl in town that wants to get out. He's like the mysterious He's guy. The bad, that, yeah, like the mysterious bad boy that just shows up. It, well, it was it was definitely like a trope. Yeah, yeah. They do. Well, the name was they want they they kind of gave him that whole like James Dean vibe. To yeah, him. they did. So, and. Now, uh, okay, so going back to say, like, about her character, they had that one thing about feeling trapped in a small town because she doesn't want to leave her dad. Yeah, who doesn't relate to that? Yeah. Just whether it's like, you know, like you always feel like you got to take care of family no matter what. Mm-hmm. You always got to sacrifice your passions or something or yeah. trying a way to balance them out. Like, that's okay. Well, that's something I relate. So, what I said well, earlier she about stuff. She's definitely the character surrogate. Or uh, the audience surrogate. Yes. Yeah. Totally there. And at the end, she gets to leave with her dad, so she's not really abandoning him. Yeah. So that was a nice, um, that was a nice send off. 
going to Ruth, I mean, yeah, she was the bitchy sister of the, yeah. those times, <laughs> the stereotypical bitchy sister. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> it's like they they kind of mentioned in the police station that she went crazy and in the nut house. Yeah. But yet at the end of the film, she's like, okay. Well, they let her out. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I wonder who signed those release papers. I'm sure, Chuck did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the dad did. Yeah, maybe. That makes sense. Probably the dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, they, well Stella's uh, dad. I mean, yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, Stella's dad. Does does Chuck survive? No, right? He gets no, taken. he gets taken. He gets taken. He gets so at taken, the end of the movie, it's just it's Stella, her dad, Ruth, and her dad. Yeah, yeah, and then and then Rose Ramon goes off to Go war to Vietnam. Yeah, the Vietnam. Yes, it's Vietnam. It's yeah, Vietnam, Vietnam at the time. And I, wow, this film is very well. And this, they really like did well with the settings. I mean, yeah, like, with, I the, liked with it. the with the whole. Like '68 with Nick Nixon and the elections, was, um, and then LBJ, no? Yeah, is it LBJ? It was, uh, it's LBJ. Vietnam War? Yeah, Vietnam War. Yeah, yeah. No, LBJ. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, God, dude. You see his face at the beginning of the movie. Okay, hmm. I forgot. I wasn't paying attention. No, you're good. <laughs> LBJ. What does that stand for? Like, like Lyndon Lyndon, B- 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 Lyndon Bird Johnson. Johnson. Okay, Lyndon Bird Johnson. Okay, yeah. Because that's what they call... Come on, man. I know, I know. It's Texas stable. <laughs> it's a Texas thing? He's a, he's a, he's Texan. I did not know that. Lyndon Bird Johnson. Bro, the ele- the freaking high school from here is... Because I know that's... It, it, I know it's like... I know there's a high school he here. Was a, he was a teacher. And I know there's... um That we have a school named Nixon, too. Yeah. Well, no, well, the different Nixon, but yes. Okay, so <laughs> not see, after the president. See, this is blowing my different. Nixon. This is confusing I me. Think it was, uh, Alexander Nixon. Alexander Nixon. Alexander yeah. Bell Nixon. Yeah, I don't know. know. <laughs> um, no, no, Lyndon B. Johnson is a Texas staple. He was a he was a teacher somewhere in the valley for like uh, poor in Mexicans. The valley. Yeah. Yeah, he, he taught poor Mexicans how to read, like, uh, read and write and, like, learn English. Oh, wow. For years. Uh, he got, so from that, he, I think he became governor, and from governor, he became president. Oh. Well, he was vice president to uh, yeah. JFK. No. Uh, no. Uh, JFK? Yes. Is it? I'm know, a history dude. major, and I'm, I'm <laughs> anyways, moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Like No, yeah. that was Ford. Ford. Lyndon B. John. Harold Ford was a. No, was it? Harold Ford? Harold Ford? History Skaters Monster? I don't know. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Simpsons reference, if I got that right. <laughs> okay. Um, going on to the monsters. Let's deep dive into those monsters. Okay, so the, mo- the, the most notable one is Harold. Yes. And he's plastered on the movie poster, uh-huh. and right and at the beginning the books. in the books in the beginning of the film. Yeah, it, you know it's like the, the, his story doesn't come out to like the third book, right? right? I believe so. Yeah. Have you ever read those books? As I didn't. Uh yes, I did. I don't remember much of them, but yes, I I, I never read them. But um, when this movie was um about to come out, I think a year or so, year year before, year before it came out, um, our um. Our um, how can I say this? How can I say this? Um, our uh, oh yeah, okay. Our sassy coworker Paola, mm. 
Like shout out to you, girl, <laughs> and to your and to your um amazing boyfriend Daniel. Shout out to you all. Um, but they um like she had um told me about um about the story Harold. Yeah, and it was when um, oh God, it was uh it was when like um it was when the the, the old supervisor um Tony wasn't paying attention that like she was able to play like the audio book yeah. on youtube of harold so it was it was pretty good it's a good book it is it is a, yeah it's a good story um so um yeah and then the they really is that how he looks like in the drawings of the book uh yes it's very wispy well wow kind of uh missing hole in the middle kind of stuff like that oh. uh if, if anything that's where you start seeing uh del toro's uh like influence yes it's with the like um, the creatures. Like, I don't even think they're animatronics. They're they're rare. It's it's people. Yes, I've well, seen the behind the scenes. Oh, cool! It's it's a guy in an actual suit with like a pole in front of him. Yes, and then it's green screened. Oh, okay, that's the only CGI on him. So he's moving, and the bugs, which is, which I mean, that was my only thing. Sorry about that. Um. Was when you have a live action puppet, yeah, and then you put CGI on it. That CGI has to be fucking perfect, right? Because then it takes you out of it. That was my only thing when it came to sometimes like um, you had such really really good puppets and like um like people in these like outfits, yes. And then the only one that I didn't fucking like was the Jangly Man. Why? Because um, that was a that like that was a contortionist. Like, yeah, but they they CGI'd over him. They did. Yeah, they did. Was uh, I thought no no. So they had the guy okay. and they okay. had the guy in the actual outfit. All right, and he was doing his thing, and they CGI'd over him. That sucks. Yeah. Wait, was he in was he in an actual green suit? No, no, or no he, he was, was in like, an actual suit. He was in an actual suit of the yeah. Jangly Man. Yeah, that's the Jangly Man. And they just like. They and just, they CGI'd over him. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, because I know that the well, the the the, the, the pale lady, the pale yeah. lady for me, that was the scariest part. Also, probably the best looking um like, yeah, outfit. Because like I know when um uh, I saw this, I thought this was on HBO Max, but it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, me and, too. <laughs> and on the um the pick the the thumbnail, uh-huh. it's of the it's of the pale lady. Yeah, in the red room. Yeah. But yeah, she is kind of scary. I love her. I she was. I we were watching it in the movie theaters, me and my girl, and um, instead of being scared, I had the biggest smile on my face because I never had it in a while had I seen because I I don't think I I've seen Pants Labyrinth. I've never seen it in like um like in the movie theaters and a lot of his like movies i've never seen in movie theaters oh um this was the first like guillermo del toro movie because uh-huh. i do claim this as a guillermo del toro movie even yeah. though he wasn't the one that directed it but so his influence is felt in very it. much influenced by him yeah that i see in the big screen yeah and it's holy shit this this like puppet or whatever the fuck it was is beautiful like <laughs> and you're talking about the pale lady yeah she is this disgusting bob blob looking thing yeah i loved it dude but uh for me sorry <laughs> it's okay um uh, for me um 
uh, animatronics, something that is going to be physically there looks way better than CGI. That's true. Yeah. Because I think the, on, on, on her, the only CGI they used was just like the absorbing when method. She's, yeah, when she's absorbing uh, Chuck. Um, Chuck, yeah. But as he doesn't really, sp- it's just that he- it's that 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 silhouette and that mm-hmm. smile and that hair. Yeah, and the hair and and, and and like the dress. Like I thought she was like just like a a naked, but no, she had like a dress she on. Had a dress on, yeah. But like it, it fully like merges with her also. Yeah. So it's like you can't really tell like where it stops and ends, like where it begins and where it ends. Yeah. So no, for me, Harold and the pale lady were the probably the scariest ones. Yeah. They were definitely the most impactful of them. Even Sarah Bellows was kind of like, meh. <laughs> yeah, like Sarah was kind of like very, yeah, man. Like she just, she just felt well. She would, um, she was the quote unquote mastermind, yeah. but it's just like she they didn't really do much. Like even in the close up towards the end, yeah, you don't really fear her. Like no. Mary well, Shaw from the yeah. Dead Silence is more scary than, yeah. than Sarah Bellows. Oh, I I don't I was thinking because me watching it about well maybe like an hour before I got here I started watching when I woke up. Um, by that time I think you already know that it wasn't her fault. Yeah. So they're trying to humanize her, and not make her look like the monster. So it, it made sense that she wouldn't be portrayed as very much like a deformed, ugly person, but more of like a with um. We're looking at her with compassion. It's funny that you say that about um, not to monsterize her because uh, my best friend, um, Teeny, um, she's going to go to this event where she's going to be Medusa. Okay. And was, uh, well, I was telling her, because she didn't know much about the history or like the, she knew a little bit of the story so that I kind of filled in some of the gaps. Oh. And she was just amazed at some of the versions I told her. Which kind of makes it, um, makes Medusa, depending on... On which one you're looking at. Uh, which one you're looking at. Like, yeah. you know, like she could either be the monster, the monster or, or the victim. Or the victim, yeah. And there's the same thing when it comes to, like, Sarah Battles. Yeah. In a sense, like, you know, like you said, like, they didn't want to... They, they kind of humanized her by not making her a complete monster. Yeah. But her actions, like, her, yes, like, kind of like what Stutter told her. Excuse me. Like, her family made her the monster. Yeah. But like her fat, no people called her a monster when she wasn't. Yeah. So then she decided to be a monster, but to her family, and then she just started attacking like Stella's friends, which made her a complete monster. But so yes, yeah, he is kind of humanized, but I just it just felt very I don't know just the way that Stella tells her off. I could have been I don't know, again like this was aimed towards kids. Yeah. Like if it were. If it were aimed towards adults, it would have been like, you fucking bitch. Like, you're the one that's fucking doing this shit. Like, your family fucked up, but right now you're fucking up. Yeah. Yeah, like, I would have accepted something like that. But, again, this was made for kids, so. Yeah, this is definitely made for kids. And it felt like that. It definitely felt like a um, uh, (laughs) uh, a Nickelodeon movie at some point. With bigger budget. With a bigger budget, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but I liked, I mean, I, and it, it sounds like I'm complaining, complaining about it. I liked it. No. I, I very much like very, uh, like, introspectual and, like, you have to think about the ending kind of stuff like yes. that. 
But I also very much enjoy when I can just turn my brain off and yeah. watch something and it doesn't have to be explained to me seven more times afterwards. <laughs> yeah. You got me? I totally get you because like this, like you said like earlier, like this is just like a fun watch. Yeah. Like you don't really have to think much about yeah. it. You just have to like. Especially during, tw- was it 2019? I don't remember seeing a lot of like super horror movies. No, nah. um, I think Ouija came out around that time. It was, I think, it was very much like. What I, I think it was a sequel. The, the, because there's two Ouija's. There's the. It was the second one. I it think. was the second one. Yeah, and I think. Uh, okay, that was also the year that Halloween came out. Yeah, before it got pushed back. To uh, before this, no, yeah, no, it came out that year. No, actually, no, it came out 2018. So okay, so let me see. Okay, go for it. Um, us. Oh, Again, that's a good one. Not a super horror movie. Definitely like a... It's one that makes you think. Yeah. Ma. Yeah, I didn't see that one. A brain turner offer. Didn't yeah. watch it. Me neither. My friend did, but I didn't. She liked it, but I have to... La Llorona. Oh. Uh, that's funny because like I have a... I have a... Later on in the in the year... Uh-huh. Well, in the next episode, it's like I, I got one of my guests. To, we're going to talk about um that. Like the, the folk... The story and the, the the films that came out with so, oh. but that was I, I I don't know like I don't really like it. I kind of did. I don't know why. Just so the movies that are standing out to me that came out in twenty nineteen, right? Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. Midsummer. <laughs> oh, that's so Midsummer is fucking great. Obviously, yeah. us. Yeah. Um. Ready or not, I love that movie. But it's. Have you watched Ready or Not? With a, oh yes, Samira Weaving. Samira for Weaving, for yes. some reason, I was thinking of your next, but no, yes, yes, that was a good uh, one. Let's see, let's see. Uh, I'm looking at them. Countdown. Countdown. Doctor Sleep, which I didn't watch. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, Mandy. Mandy came out that year with um, uh, with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, there we go. That was a good movie. Uh, uh Bright uh, Brightburn. Yeah. Oh, it chapter two. It chapter two, which was a meh movie too. Black Christmas remake. That's uh <laughs> that's a that's another story. That's another episode. The Dead Don't Die. And forty well, forty seven meters down. Hell came out on that. that, that oh movie. yeah. Um, watched it. Didn't really like too much of it. I, I it's okay. Well, I'm not really gonna defend it. Um, yeah, I like a lot of good ones. Well, some good, some, some good, some good, some bad. Yeah, hit hit and misses. Yeah. Did not the oh the child's play remake boo yeah croc yeah definitely a movie that like came out around a good time in my opinion yeah oh the girl in the girl on the third floor with CM Punk really yeah he came out in that movie yeah <laughs> I didn't know that yeah that's yeah. hilarious oh haunt haunt is a good one yeah I haven't watched that one yet that's actually. a good one so. Um, what I was trying to come up with, right? Yeah. Not a lot of, like, family yes. movies. But again, horror really isn't, like, a family thing. Well, it depends. Because, like, it depends, like, on the thing. But you're right about that. Because, like, there's not that many, like, family... F- I uh, guess you could say family-friendly horrors. Yeah. That so, so, most of it, like, I'd go with, like, PG-13. Yes. Is, is supposed to be, like, that, that like, friendly. But, like, fr- family-friendly. Well... The the weird thing that blew me away was that um, Poltergeist is a PG thirteen film. 
And that's like, no, no, but the original one. Oh, okay. And that's it's hilarious. just, it, it, it is because it's like very scary, but like it was very, yeah. it really pushed some, like, you know, it like started the whole trend of PG-13. I see, no, it came out in 80, 82 and that was, so it was PG. The PG-13 rating didn't come out until 84 or 85. It was, uh, I gotta do my research on that, but yeah, that's cause like, uh, cause it was cause it, cause it, it was cause of Grimnins and Temple of Doom that the, that rating was impl- implicated. Really? Oh, that makes sense for Temple of Doom. But, um, but yeah, like just looking at, at this year, uh, well, at that year 2019, like not that many, um, like this was like you said, like the only, um, family. So Midsommar was, was a, was a summer movie, you think, if I remember correctly? Yes, it was a summary. But like I'm 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 sorry, I'm saying that um like for like a Howard you could go with the family. Yeah. You could take your kids and and this is something that was based on the on the books, so it's pretty um I'm sure did it do pretty good? I I imagine it. I'm pretty sure it did. I mean like it's gonna get uh, we're gonna get a sequel. They're gonna continue the story yeah. of Stella, Ruth and her dad and Ramon. They all signed on to come back, so that's badass. It, um, I really liked it. The see, trying to look at the response. Well, it got a seventy-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not bad. No, it's not that bad. So, and it was a good flick. It, like I said, it was a good popcorn flick. It was a good popcorn flick. I mean, what it's oh, the season of the witch. The they used the original version, and then they used the Lana Del Rey cover. Was it the original version? This- yeah, at, yeah. The, at the beginning of the movie, yeah, at the beginning, and then at the end, uh, it's Lana Del Rey. Yeah. So, you know what i I chalk this up to be? Um, I mean, did you did you ever watch uh, Dark Shadows? Yeah. With oh, wait, Johnny Depp. Oh, that sucks. I love that movie so much. My, it's funny that you say that because <laughs> my, uh, like, my mom loves the show. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like my mom. Well, my mom is what was watching it the the night before on yeah. the. I think it was on Tubi. Uh, yeah, on Tubi and on the uh, IMDb. Yeah. So like, see, like, she grew up on that show, and and it's it's a good show, and like, I grew up kind of like on the on that one season uh, remake in the early nineties. No. Okay. So that was uh, pretty good, and I, I love that movie so much. Yeah. It's, it's such a trash fire. Oh yeah, we're, we're, uh, I didn't like it, but like you know, I'm gonna save, gonna skip, wait on my reasons when we get to that. <laughs> I think I'm down to do that one. Have you have you reviewed it? No, we haven't. I, I haven't done I it yet. Very yet. much. Listen, oh. I love trash fires. <laughs> you, you will learn this very quickly from me. If I can have a turn my brain off movie, listen, the the Fast and the Furious movies. I think we've spoken about this. Oh god, is my favorite franchise. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> I love turning off my brain. And just watching something stupid, bro. Like I, I just, I love that shit so much. Tim Burton, right? Because it is Tim Burton. It is Tim Burton has gone off the rails. Yeah, I totally did. And and I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'm here for it. I I love Johnny Depp as an actor. We'll we'll we'll, we'll do that okay, one real yeah. soon. We'll do the we'll do the Dark Shadows re- We'll do the Dark Shadows film. Go back to the movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll uh, get there. Oh We're gonna Christ. get there. I I very much love that movie. Sorry, we're late. Ruth ran out of zip paint. I swear, if you weren't so stressful to deal with in the first place, I wouldn't have zips. What's so urgent? 
Where's Augie? Augie's gone. Another story was written. Right in front of our eyes. I don't get it. What is this? So for for me, it it's it's a popcorn flick. Wait, Dark Shadows or Dark. Scary Tales? Scary Scary Tales. Uh Scary Tales is Tone Dark. Uh Scary Stories is Tone Dark. Scary yeah. Story, sorry. <laughs> um it's okay. a popcorn flick. I loved it. The story wasn't super bad. I thought it was gonna be an anthology, so like it was gonna be broken down. Yeah. I liked that it it kept yeah. its narrative. You you kind of got some glimpses of what was going to happen at the very beginning with with like um Chuck turning into a, like at the beginning being the spider that like pissed off his sister and that's why she's got the red dot. Really? The red dot. Yeah. Like I didn't really con- I I thought I thought it was just cuz like you know like the when she when she got pushed into the to the basement yeah, the, the spider bitter. Yeah. spider webs. Yeah. I didn't think so he's dressed as a spider because um obviously she gets bit yeah. and then the red dot is connected to the red room where the pale lady comes out. Okay, so um I did not notice that foreshadowing for yeah. Roof for Chuck I Okay, that that one was like very like in your face. Yeah, but that foreshadowing of Chuck being dressed as a spider and then the sister getting bit later, uh-huh. like that is well, that that blew my mind. I, yeah. I did not put those things together. That clown that um Augie is dressed like, uh-huh. kind of walks the same way that that zombie with the missing like toe toe d- did. Oh, um, and I think he's he also, if I'm not looking too much into it. Um, are you sure you turned your brain off? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no, because like you see him right there, like talking about like what's in the foods and candies and stuff, and yeah. yet he's making the stew, and yeah. he doesn't even look what's in the stew. Exactly. So it's very much he's he's everything was foreshadowed. So when you're looking at it, I really like it. Yeah, I really like it. Um, Ramon talking about how if you go to Vietnam, they're sending all of the minorities in the front. Yeah, and they're getting mangled, and especially during Vietnam and those all those wars, these guys were getting fucked up. Yeah, totally. Jangly man. Yeah, people missing limbs and kind of stuff like that. It makes sense, and he even calls him a coward because, yeah. like you know, like he doesn't go. Yeah. So, so I mean, definitely. I'm still blown away because, like, um, for the truck, I need I in your face, but the whole thing about roof and the spider, yeah, like the the foreshadowing of the her brother dressed like a spider, yeah. like, blows me away. Yeah, but the whole thing about the uh, Augie dressed like the clown and the way the lady walked, okay, yeah, yeah you well, can, you got me there. Well, Betty Betty Boop, Betty Boop. He's he's dressed up like the clown from Betty Boop. Well, there is there is a clown in Betty Boop. I that thought dresses what? like that. No, but it's like an actual thing, right? No, that's an actual thing. But I didn't know that. The, it's the it's the one of the Halloween episodes for Betty Boop. There is a clown, and then he takes off his suit, and it's a zombie, or it's like a skeleton person. Oh wow! And it's haunting her. Okay, now you just blew my mind. Yeah. So I like uh, if you start noticing some stuff, it's where you get to see. I don't. So I don't know if it was Andre or if it was uh, Guillermo del Toro who kind of get all these references. Yeah, but obviously, even like the season of the witch, and how the main character is dressed like a witch, and Sarah Bellows was 
considered uh, a witch. Considered a witch and kind of stuff like that. So there was kind of like. And she was hung like a witch. Well, yeah. she hung herself, like but still, like that's one thing that they would do. The witches, if they weren't, bur- if they weren't burning them, they were hanging them. They were hanging them. So yeah, it, or it, drowning. At the beginning, you start like I, with this. I only picked this up like maybe the second time I was watching it. Okay. Um, first time definitely at the movie theaters. I just it was just excited to watch a movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I mean, I I really liked it. It. I think it has its perfect balance of like parents. When they were kids and they read these movie, these books, yes, um, they get to like enjoy it, and then you get to take your your kids to watch this movie because yeah. they're not too young because it, it's still kind of scary for some kids. Yes, I really liked it. Um, yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Well, you just blew my mind on some of these things that I totally overlooked. So <laughs> wow, I'm gonna have to give this uh, another look. So. This is pretty cool. Wow. I, I learned something today. Like, thank you. Wow. No. I'm not being sarcastic. Wow. <laughs> cool, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, so let's um let's rate this well. Yeah, let's just rate this. Let's just rate this bad boy. Um I'm gonna go first and just gonna give it a yeah. a three. I'm gonna say three because like you know, it was like it was okay. Yeah. Um I, I watched, you know, it was a nice watch, nice popcorn flick and Something and something to I watched this like uh during my lunch, so it was pretty nice to see. Oh, yeah. It was pretty uh good, like time fitter during uh my lunch break at work. So it was okay. I give it a three. That the effects were good. The story was nothing to cry home about. Um, it was enjoyable. The characters were likable. Um, monsters were good. Yeah. I wasn't scared, but then again, I don't think I really get scared much in films anymore. I think I'm kind of pretty much already desanitized. <laughs> but yeah, I I give it a a three. Um, what what say you? Uh, I'm gonna give it a three too. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a uh, watch it on Tuesday type of film, which is what I did. Oh, cool. Uh, for us Tuesdays, like the five dollar movies. Oh, you don't get to spend too much money. Yeah, you get the popcorn. You know, get your pop soda pop. You you fucking sit down. You're good. Uh, I I loved it. Um, obviously I like Guillermo del Toro in most of his movies. Yeah. Of his of his films that I've seen in theaters were The Crimson Peak, uh, Pants Labyrinth when they had it at the draft house, and this one. Mm. Yeah, those are that. These are that. Well, this one that was influenced by him. Yeah. But um. But yeah, like I'm pretty sure like um. Hopefully the draft house will start showing um horror again. So yeah. And they'll pick like some they'll throw the films so you can watch them in the theater. Yeah. Once once you haven't seen in the theater. I I haven't. Uh, the one I want to watch in theaters is Pants Labyrinth. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's I uh, I never seen that film. I, I, even when it was on video until I until they had it the, the draft house for like a horror week or horror like month. I feel like I've seen Hellboy. Yeah. But I don't think so. I seen them. They're okay. I'm not a big yeah. fan. Um, I like Ron Perlman. Yeah, Ron Perlman's a shit. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, definitely a five dollar movie. Yeah. Or or wait till it gets to Netflix, which is already in there. Yeah, it's already Netflix. Yeah. Or it will be on HBO Max soon. Or yeah, who really? knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? I really keep I keep thinking it's probably just going to be on HBO Max. It's on Netflix right now. Yeah. They, they haven't really said if it if it's going to be changed or not. No, but, not yet. Yeah. I I thought when I was trying to look for it today before um we recorded. Yeah. Uh, I was um I almost didn't find it, but then I just like typed in a name and there it was. Yeah. For some reason, it wasn't on my uh, watch history. Mm. So, but I have a lot of um devices, so yeah, that pretty much makes sense. 
Um, so events, <laughs> events. Okay, so um, the this Friday on the eleventh, I'm. It's gonna be the worship at the Cold Brew downtown, uh, the fetish kink thing, and I'm going. I I have a friend that's going with me, um. So it's gonna be so much fun. Yay! <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, that's all the events. <laughs> that's all. That's all happening. Oh. Yeah. Well, then there, yeah. Well. There's more like the Contura Beer Garden. They're gonna have their um, that like the their upstairs room. They're gonna have it set up for like a Valentine's pictures and stuff. So oh, that's cool. Valentine background, so you could take pictures yeah. with your significant other, or you know, just take an inflatable doll and just stare right there. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> or you could just like Photoshop somebody <laughs> stalker material there. Um, that's what's going on. Uh, also, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, my friend Adana J and her introverted poets podcast. Um, they're uh, gearing up for the summer um, story, so that's going to be so much fun. Uh, they have a new co-host, uh, Jacqueline Monroe. Or yeah, I, I know the girl. I, I, I think she's going by Jacqueline Monroe. Okay, and that's that's all the sh- that's all the shoutouts that's happening right now. Like I didn't really. Make a list of much just yeah. by memory there. <laughs> uh, but but thank you, Tim, for no, coming no over to of talk course. about scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, that's I, how I say it, right? Yes, scary okay, stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, go for it, man. It was a good watch. Um, I liked it. Yeah, thank you for coming um, over to um, talk about this film, and we're definitely gonna um, make time to talk about Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows, I love that movie. Bro. So yeah, we're 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 we're, we're gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like holding back. Like it's nothing bad. It's just like I got so not so much. You know, I just I got some tea to spill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you again, man, for coming yeah, over, and um, uh, I can't wait to have you on again. There you go. Okay. Bye. Bye.